Hey brothers, welcome back. This is Kevin. Great to have you with me. Sitting out here in a gorgeous Kennewick evening, just enjoying the, the breeze and the birds and uh, thinking about a story that came back to me. It's a story from about 15 years ago and uh, I thought I'd share it with you because it at least it's been very encouraging to me. So 15 years ago or so I was working for a startup company here in my town and our, our line of business was energy production. We were building uh, what's called Stirling engines. Now a Stirling engine converts heat into energy, kind of like solar panels that convert sunlight into energy, only the engines that we built converted heat into energy. And the way they worked was they were um, about the size of a large engine, I don't know, maybe the size of a, a golf bag. And it was mounted up on a satellite dish, a big round parabolic bowl-shaped dish. And on the inside of this dish, it was all highly reflective mirrors. And then the the engine was was supported right there in the middle of the dish. So when the dish was pointing to the sun, then all of that sunlight would be reflected off the mirrors and onto the surface plate of this dish. And when it did that, it got so hot and so bright that you couldn't even look at the engine without it, you know, like welding goggles or something like that on because it was just blindingly bright. And now for these engines to work, uh, they had to face the sun. They had to be directly oriented exactly at the sun all day long. And of course the sun doesn't move. And so the dishes had to be on a rotating mount so that the a motor would just slowly track across the sky and keep these dishes pointed directly at the sun. And uh, my boss, on the, I remember the very first day of our work, he, he told me, you know, worst case scenario for our company is we have a whole farm of these dishes out there producing energy. And then all of a sudden, for some reason, they lock up and freeze on the sun or freeze in the sky. And uh, I said, well, why, what, what would happen if, if, uh, if that ever happened? And he said, well, I'm glad you asked. Let me show you something. And he took me out back to our, our, our work yard. And he said, yeah, we're engineers, so we test these sort of things. And he, he said, we, we set up one of the dishes with one of these engines and we pointed it at the sun and then we turned off the motor so that it would freeze. And let me show you what happened. Uh, he, well, actually he described, he said, let me tell you what happened. The sun beam that was first pointed at the surface plate of the engine, the, the action plate, it began tracking over to the side of the engine and we had a, like a metal shroud wrapped around the engine and it would it burned right through this metal shroud. Molten metal was dripping on the ground and here's the shroud, it's what's left of the shroud and he showed me this just massively, you know, gnarled, burnt out shroud that had just melted in the sunlight. He said, your job is to help write the algorithm to make sure that this never happens. <laughs> so that was a fun job. And I remember one, one day I was out jogging, just kind of thinking through, you know, all the different uh, ramifications of how this could work and how we can keep it, keep the sun, you know, pointed directly at the thing at all times. And as I was out jogging, I, I happened to run past some flowers. I don't remember exactly what kind of flowers they were, maybe lilies or something like that. 
But all of a sudden I noticed something very striking about these flowers. They were all had their petals opened and they were all facing exactly to the sun. And I thought, wow, isn't that remarkable? Here we've got a whole team of computer scientists trying to figure out how to make sure that this machine is facing the sun and we're thinking, racking our brains, but God built that exact technology into this tiny little flower. And it can just wake up every morning and just cruise across the sky, staring at the sun, getting all the energy it needs, and then close up at night, just exactly like we want our engines to do. And I thought, Lord, that is so amazing that you put that into these little flowers. So the other day I was at work, I was looking out a window and I saw a flower that was facing the sun and it brought back this whole memory. And I thought, Lord, what is it about those flowers that is so striking? And I, I realized at that moment is that God has designed all of his creatures to face the sun. Guys, if you're having difficulties in your spiritual life right now, I can pretty much guarantee that there's one central reason, and that is because you have frozen up and you've stopped tracking the sun. You've stopped facing your, your heart and the eyes of your heart directly on the light and heat and power of the sun. And God wants you, he wants you to face him and, and consider his presence in your life all day long. A few years ago, the Lord gave me a, a little phrase that um, just became my, um, my own little personal challenge. And I would pray for this and I'd say, Lord, I want to be focused on you and in love with you from pillow to pillow. What I meant by that is that, I, Lord, I need, I want, I hunger to have such a relationship with you that every morning when I wake up, before I lift my head off the pillow, the first thoughts that come to my mind are, Lord, what do you want to do today? What adventures do you have for me today? What do you want me to learn from you today? Lord, I just want to love you today because you're amazing. Thanks for waking me up. Let's go. Let's live this adventure together. And then I wanted to keep my heart focused on him all day. And then at night when I lay my head down on the pillow, I'd say, Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for what you did. What did you teach me? Remind me, what did you say to me today? What was this day all about? And how can our, my next day be better? And I just wanted to cultivate this type, of, this type of regular rhythm in my life, where from pillow to pillow, I'm focused on the king. Just like that power dish that would, would wake up in the morning, face the sun, track across the sky, and put itself back to sleep at night. That's what I need. And the problem is, guys, that we were not designed to be fixed in a place where we're not focused on the king. We're not designed to take the heat and the pressure and the, and the, fiery, um, the fiery damage that will happen when we're not tracking with the sun. There's a verse, there's a verse in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter three, and I just wanna read it to you. It says, we all with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory 
and are being transformed into His image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Guys, I want to read this again because I really believe that this is one of the most important secrets of the spiritual life that will transform your outlook and your perspective. Paul is talking to people and he's telling them, he's describing the day that when Moses used to go up on Mount Sinai and he would, and, and, and he would come back down and he was so transformed by the presence of God that his face was physically glowing. And he would get back down to the people and he would tell the people all the amazing things that he saw up there and all the amazing things that God told him up there. And then he would take a veil and he'd cover his face. Um, and Paul seems to indicate that the reason he did that is because the, the, the shining glow began to fade. And so he'd have to cover his face until he could go back into the presence of God. Maybe back not on the Mount Sinai, but into the tent of meeting where he would, he would meet with God and see him face to face as a man meets with a friend. And he would come out and he'd be glowing again. And then it would fade. And Paul says that the new covenant the covenant that Jesus Christ has inaugurated for us has transformed our relationship so that we no longer have to wait until the next time we go to church or until the next time we have some mountaintop experience to get into the presence of God. He says we all now have unveiled faces so that we can contemplate the Lord's glory and be transformed into His ever into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Now, there's one word in this verse that's really profound because it's just, um, it's not used very often, and it's a really interesting word. It's the word contemplate. We all, with unveiled faces, contemplate. Now, if you look at in different uh, translations of the Bible, you'll see that it's translated in different ways. Sometimes it says, uh, we reflect the Lord's glory. And sometimes it says we focus on the Lord's glory. The, the original Greek word actually meant to look in the mirror so as to contemplate something. So you're just staring in the mirror, contemplating something. And the word came to also just mean to reflect something. And when I read that verse, I thought of those dishes. I thought of those reflective dishes and that engine that's facing the sunlight that's being reflected off of those dishes. And I thought, Lord God, that is what you want from us. That is what you want from the men of God today. You want men who are from pillow to pillow tracking with you, facing you, contemplating you, just focusing our hearts on you, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, setting our minds on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God, fixing our thoughts on him. A.W. Tozier once uh, wrote an amazing book called The Pursuit of God, one of my favorite all-time books. And in that book, he has one chapter where he's just talking about this concept of just focusing your thoughts on God throughout the day. And he, he talked about what the that, that there's a challenge because we as men, we have other things to do during the day. I mean, you and I both have distractions. We have work to do. We have obligations. We have responsibilities. We have things that have to occupy our mind. But what Tozer says that the man of God does, who's contemplating the Lord, is he's fallen so deeply in love with Jesus that every time his obligations settle down so that he has a break in his day, 
his mind flies like a bird back to its nest. It just flies back to the king. Every opportunity you have, it just flies back to focus on him again and say, Lord, what are you saying to me right now? Lord, thank you for this beauty around me right now. Lord, I just want to be in love with you right now. And so guys, I just want to leave you with this challenge today. If you have gotten off alignment so that your reflective dish is not pointing at the sun, I want to challenge you and encourage you to reorient your heart and your mind to see Jesus, just to contemplate Him, just to reflect on who He is. Because this verse gives an incredible promise. It promises that when you are facing the sun, it will transform your life. He says we, will, we are being transformed from glory to glory into His image, from the glory that comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. Guys, when we are tracking with the Lord, when we are focusing on Him from pillow to pillow, we are taking the power and life of the Spirit of God and we are converting the heat and light of God into spiritual energy that can transform your life and change you into the very image of God Himself. Guys, this is the greatest journey, the greatest adventure that you can possibly be on. I want to encourage you today, if you haven't spent time just contemplating the Lord, if you've gotten distracted, if you've frozen on sun and you're feeling the heat going down the side of your engine, I want to tell you guys, it's not too late to turn your hearts back to Him and focus on Him, track with Him from pillow to pillow. Lord Jesus, I thank you so much that you have opened the heavens, that you have come down and you have given us the ability through the Spirit of God to see through the sky, through the clouds, past the stars, and to see the creator of all things who stands behind all of it and stands here close to us and wants to be our friend. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you reminded me the other day of these flowers that just effortlessly watch you all day. They watch the sun all day long and just reminded me that that's who I want to be. Just effortlessly watching you, keeping my heart and my mind fixed on you. Lord Jesus, I pray that for my brothers right now. God, if they're distracted, if they are, uh, are disjointed, Lord, if they are frozen up, I ask that you would re reorient their hearts back to you right now, that they might feel the transforming power of the Holy Spirit flowing through them as they contemplate and reflect the glory of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for this incredible privilege. We love you, Jesus. Amen. Thank mm -hmm. you.